Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hello, everyone. Welcome to My SD Moms podcast. We are excited to be here. It's been a crazy couple months for moms everywhere, and we're going to talk about it. My name is Jessica, and with us, as always, is Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hi, and I brought a special guest with me today. Please welcome to the show my middle daughter, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi. (laughs) Taylor is a mommy, too. She has a seven-year-old and a two-year-old, so what a perfect person to be a part of our podcast today. Awesome. Well, I think the big thing now, so COVID-19 is obviously what everybody's talking about and parenting during that and homeschooling, and it's been such a struggle. Now parents are coming into a new, a whole new chapter of the homeschooling and and the, this lockdown and shelter in place situation where we're going from homeschooling our children to now they're done with school. Schools are ending. Yeah. So now they suddenly have their kids at home and there's no school to distract and there's no summer camps or anything. So now we're having to really get creative Yeah, and it's a struggle. It is a struggle. And Taylor, I know you can share a little bit about what it's been like trying to homeschool Liam. Um, What has been the biggest struggle for you with that? Oh, um, just distraction. I mean, it's, we all were shocked you know, and it, it affects us and trying to understand how a child is trying to process it at the same time is is difficult. And mm-hmm. then trying to get them to do the same things they were doing in school is, you know, I, I, I don't know how, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I couldn't even imagine as a child having your world just turned upside down and then, but still being expected to um, learn yeah. and process everything the same that we were yeah. and they were before that's right. hard yeah mm-hmm. it's been very hard um has liam um d- did liam ever get afraid of things or did you ever have to have a chat with him about that about like what was what going, was going on, on? Yeah. yeah i mean liam is very very curious child and you can't sugarcoat anything you have to go into extreme detail with him for him to be able to understand that's just the way he learns and he won't drop it until you do so i had to (laughs) try to explain it to a seven-year-old in a way that he would understand but not be scared Mm -hmm. and you know i could see the fear in his eyes at first but then when i you know you kind of just have to be honest with them yeah you know and tell them it's okay everything will be okay you know we're 
we're all in this together. So right. that, that kind of helped. But So did you find Liam giving you pushback because you weren't his teacher? You were oh, just his mom? <laughs> <laughs> he never specifically said, <laughs> said it that openly, but he, <laughs> he definitely was showing it was hard. I mean, you're in your home where they're normally able to do whatever they want mm -hmm. whenever they want, mm -hmm. you know, not have to, you need to sit down at this table and we need to do two hours of schoolwork that just did not work for us in our case. And, um, we became pretty lenient, you know, speaking with his teachers and his teachers were awesome. And they were like, you know what, if you can sit down with them for 10 minutes and do 10 minutes of school and you can get them outside the whole rest of the day, that's fine. Don't stress about it. They'll catch up next year, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the route that we took. I know some parents were able to do hours of it with their kids, but my child's just not that child who can sit down and stay focused for that long. Well, and I imagine too, every age group's a little different. Yeah. So what, um, what have you found has been like some fun things to do for parents who like now are their home for the summer with their kids, um, who normally these kids would have all these activities during the summer. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you have done that has really helped you um, as a parent? Honestly, being outside as much as possible. Anything right. outside. Take, find new paths to walk. Anything. Just go on little exploring the nature hunts. That was the one thing that my kids both them and me kept our sanity. It was getting outside or we have art bins or they're free to just take out Play-Doh or color or paint or you get pretty creative. Yeah. You know, you, you do what you can so everybody stays sane and you're not freaking out about every little thing being out of place in your house because I know I got that. <laughs> got to that point where I was like, just let's just go outside. <laughs> well, and that, bring, that brings up a great point. And, and that's something that I think moms need to remember, especially during this time. I mean, they need to remember it all the time. Mm -hmm. But especially right now is don't try to do everything. I know it's something that I've had to remind myself several times. I can't mm -hmm. do everything. Because mm -hmm. it, it's not only does it put undue stress on yourself, it bleeds to your kids. It bleeds to everything. If the house isn't perfect, whatever. If yes. their homework didn't get done that day, whatever. You, it, it, everybody is stressed out right now. And it's... And we need to take time and remember, look, you're number one, you're not the only one going through this. And number two, you don't have to be perfect. And I think moms in general are with that, get that pressure where they have to be perfect. You have to raise your children perfectly. You have to always cook dinner. You, the house needs to be clean, blah, 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 blah. And you just have to at one point go, you know what? I don't care. I need to, I need to concentrate on what's perfect. And what's perfect right now is going and playing with my kid for 10 minutes and not doing the dishes or whatever and it's it's oh, it's so stressful right now but it you yeah. gotta remember that yeah so we have a great way to, to test out this theory since my daughter here is who's now a mom herself if you think back taylor to your childhood when your dad and i were parenting you and we we had five kids in the house what are the memories that stick out the most i mean i highly doubt it was that your laundry laundry was folded and put away perfectly i mean mm -hmm. what what are the things well except for maybe your dad teaching you yeah. how to do it but that, that's say. a whole different thing <laughs> i don't know if i'm the best example for that one but, but i mean honestly when you were little what are some of the when you think back to your time mm -hmm. what stands out to you i mean we were just talking about this when we got here is 
is camping. You know, I hated, I hated my dad used to use us kids like mules, <laughs> pack us like mules and drag us out. We had to walk so far out to the sandbar to go camping. But once we were there, it was like, those are my, my best memories, you know, mm-hmm. it's like being with my family, doing those things together. And that's what I still remember. Mm-hmm. What? 20 some years later. Right. And that's what I've been doing with the kids is I have to pull myself back saying, you know what? Are they going to remember this time as being terrible or are we all going to remember it as remember that time when we were fortunate, we all had to be together for two months nonstop and all these fun things that we did together and as a family. And that's where you kind of just have to remind yourself. It's like, let's go back right. to this simple things. Right. right. So even though, yes, you, at the time you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're using us a pack mule. I yeah. can't believe we have to carry all this. Ah! But what really sticks in your mind is all the fun we had when we got mm-hmm. there. So if your kids are giving you pushback, just remember what they're going to remember is the great yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's definitely something that a lot of moms are forgetting right now. So I, it, I think what we've learned today, I'll sum it up, <laughs> is be creative and, you know, with your kids, do what you can. Don't think everything has to be perfect because it's not going to be. Right now, it, nothing's perfect. It's, the world is a crazy, crazy place right now with all of this going on. And we need to take that pressure off ourselves and then also... Just be prepared and get creative with your kids. I love the idea of an art box. What's in your art box? We have watercolor paints. We have um, finger paints, which they love to paint themselves, which I learned to just let it happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just let it happen. If they paint the table, it comes off. Um, Play-Doh. My youngest loves Play-Doh. We have slime. We've made slime together. Um, you know, can I yeah. say something too? Even if you don't have a big art box for really little kids, um, toddlers, you know, till about five or six, this works really well. Grab a bucket of water and a paintbrush and oh, tell yeah. them to go paint the deck. And mm-hmm. I know that I've used this. With, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we did this with the kids when they were little because oh, so when smart. you hit it with the water with the paintbrush, it's darker. And then the sun dries it and it gets lighter and they're like, oh, I have to repaint it. Mm-hmm. They will spend forever doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's not messy and it costs nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm going to buy a paintbrush today. Yeah. Because <laughs> Walt's driving us crazy. Right. I have a, mine's a little over one and a half. He'll be two in August. So we're getting into that crazy phase right now. Right as all this hit, he just, that's when he was starting to get into Oh, I can do what I want and I'm going to do what I want. And no, I don't really know no yet. I don't know when I'm not supposed to do things. He hears the words no or no touch is what I try to do. And he just laughs at me. So (laughs) we're we're in this fun phase right when this all started going down. Strong willed child. I know how that goes. Right. Right. How do you help them with the with the not when you're trying to get them not to do something, Taylor? What has been kind of successful? Because Rory's like Walt, everything is awesome, and I have to touch and mm-hmm. see it all, and it doesn't matter if it's been cleaned or not. I don't care. Everything is awesome. So what have you what have you found that helps with you with that? Yeah, well, Rory's too, so he is able to understand more than a one and a half year old is, mm-hmm. but. What I have learned works best is when you, if you can't distract them with something else, 
make what they're doing wrong a positive thing. For example, like if I'm trying to do the dishes and Rory is just messing up all the pots and pans, I'll stick him on the counter and let him wash, quote unquote, wash a pot and a pan. It keeps him distracted the entire time for me to get the kitchen cleaned up, you know? Oh, that's smart. Yeah, just just make what he's doing wrong a positive thing. So say, instead of doing it like this, show him how to do it in a way that is positive. Okay. So they still think, because right now they want to help. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're doing wrong. They're exploring. That's, you know, the ages. They're exploring the world around them, and they don't know. They have to learn the right and wrong ways to do things. So if you can turn that. What about climbing? That's my problem. I have a climber. And he, so is Rory. oh yeah. my God, it, 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 he freaks me out. He, de- I got in this playhouse when he was young and he loves it because there's buttons and all stuff he can do. But now he realized because it's light enough, he can push it over and then climb on it. And he's lo- thinks it's great. We had to move it now because he's thinks he's a tightrope walker and like walks on this one little part. And oh God, it stresses me out. But, and he climbs on everything else he can have you figured out a way to help deter climbing a little bit oh gosh anybody that's a hard one one because i mean you want to climb up on to where a slide is you're gonna do it right and climbing on the couch rory climbs up on the couch and and tries to jump on the couch (laughs) and i don't really know how i haven't discovered a way to fix that (laughs) Right now, safety. I put yeah. pillows around where he is because if he does fall, I mean, he's going to do it anyways, and he's not listening to the nose. If he wants to climb it, he thinks it's fun. It's it's exciting to him. So if I can at least make it safe, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my part. And you guys yeah. may just have to go through this. I'm going to have a heart attack phase yeah. and just suck it up mm-hmm. um, because um, our nephew, your cousin Evan, uh, climbed everything. At one point, we were at his house, and um, Kurt came out, my husband, Taylor's dad, and Evan was on top of the refrigerator. Oh my God. With the milk, and his bowl of cereal was on the floor because he wanted to see what it would be like to pour the milk oh my God. from the top of the refrigerator. So Evan did all of these crazy things. Evan is a very successful young adult right now, super yeah. <laughs> smart, going to college. He's in another country for crying out loud. I mean, so just know that all of that exploring is just actually growing their yeah, brain. So as a mom, you just may have to deal with a, I'm going to have a heart attack any moment yeah. and just, and just keep safety in mind, try to put the pills around and just let them go. Okay, that's good. That's good to know that at least it's leading to a good place and yeah. not just me wanting <laughs> to have a heart yeah, that's attack. That's how they're learning. Yeah, oh. exactly. Exactly. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it was yes. really fun to hear what you've been doing and getting another perspective and especially knowing that I will soon get into your age area. <laughs> Because we are getting there. It's the sassy area. Oh, he's already sassy, and he doesn't say many Good words. Luck. Oh my gosh, this kid's gonna be the death of me. But he's so cute too, so it's fine. Uh, and Tammy, of course, thank you as always, and thank you to Kaiser Permanente for sponsoring the My SD Moms podcast. We'll see you next month. Stay safe and stay healthy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.